0: well this is the first aya podcast um got my good friend gavin here um he is also doing social media and uh youtube stuff um getting his own merch line set up and uh we were actually just talking about that before we went live and started filming um kind of talking about (coughs) the best way to go about that and we'll get in more of that in a little bit but uh pretty much gonna start out by explaining what AYA is and kind of a little bit of where I want to go with it and we can dive in more to that in a little bit but um, AYA stands for as you are. Um, The thought behind that is a lot of times in the outdoors and hunting world now it's a lot about what brand you use, what camo you wear, what gun you shoot Um, and if you don't shoot what somebody else does or you know don't wear the same camo as somebody else they tend to you know look down on you and think you can't do as good as them for some reason so um, that's the that's the story behind AYA and why it is as you are Um, because to me as long as you do it for the same reason you just have the love and passion for hunting and fishing and anything outdoors um, you can you can go with me we're good we can hang out you know so um, I don't really care what you do what you use, what you wear. Um, You know, I obviously have my things that, you know, I will recommend and the things that I wear, the things that I use, um, and I'll recommend them all day long because that's what I like to use. But if you don't use them, I'm not going to bash you for it, you know, or anything like that. So um, that's the kind of backstory behind where the name came from um, and kind of the reasoning behind it and what persuaded me to do that. Um, My plan – I don't really know. It's just kind of a run with it and see where it takes me, you know. Um, obviously, I have an idea of where I'd like it to go, but uh, as far as a plan, there really isn't one made. So, um, But, again, this is my good friend Gavin. He runs Gavin's Fishing. or fi- Is it Fishing with Gavin or Gavin's Fishing? Gavin's Fishing. Yeah, okay. Um, he's up, to, what are you up to, almost 1,000 subscribers? Yeah, 22? I think I just hit like
1: 730. Okay.
0: Way more than me. (laughs) So um, how long have you been doing that,
1: Paige? So I really started, like, doing it, doing it, like, trying to get it out there about four years ago, but I've been doing it for five.
0: Okay. Yeah, and so um, Gavin is a couple years younger than I am. So when he says five years ago, I just graduated high school, and he was still in high school. So, um, you know, there is a little bit of an age difference but uh oh shit but uh we both kind of started at the same time sort of um I wasn't as consistent with it um I did something a long time ago back in oh when did I do that like my ninth or tenth grade year it's just the cringiest stupidest thing I think I've ever done but uh it uh didn't really go anywhere. I didn't really take it serious, so I quit doing it. And then um, just within about the last year, I kind of started back at it doing this, coming up with a name, coming up with a logo, um, all that good stuff. So you definitely uh got me beat on consistency. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, just kind of uh, give us a little rundown of, of what made you start doing it, where you want it to go, and just kind of a, a little background on you.
1: Yeah, I got you. So I started when I was in maybe ninth grade. I might have been in middle school. But I kind—I was fishing, and I wasn't really good at it. I had just started when yeah. I was like, I've never heard of bass fishing. I was, I was literally fishing with a Zebco 33 rod and a Black Max reel from Walmart. Hey,
0: don't hate on the 33s, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've caught some of the biggest fish with those things. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, I was going fishing, and, like, my grandpa, he couldn't really come with me a whole lot. Yeah. So he was like, send me pictures, send me pictures. And an, like, this is when GoPro was still kind of small. Like they haven't like just, you know, some of your bigger uh, YouTubers and stuff were using GoPros. So yeah. I thought it was just outrageous in price. But my mom bought me one for Christmas and she was like, you should record fishing videos. And I was like, that's perfect. So yeah. my grandpa can like pretty much be there with me the whole time.
0: Heck yeah. So that's
1: where it kind of started at, and then I was just kind of fishing ponds and stuff. I wasn't really trying to, like, I wasn't trying to make this channel blow up. I didn't see anything out of it, but I thought it was fun, like, being able to record everything and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's the biggest thing I see with people is, like, they go for they go for the money and they go for the fame and stuff like that. You can't go for that. You've got to love it, and yeah. then then you'll be able to, like, then you'll enjoy it. Because if you don't love it, it's, it's going to become a hassle.
0: Oh, yeah. And a big thing, too, for me, like I always got to remember it's not a job. When it yeah. becomes a job, you're not going to enjoy it anymore. At you all. Know? There's a difference. in Like people say, you know, if, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. This can become a job, yep. you know. And I feel like um, with fishing, I don't think you would encounter it as much. But I know I see guys that are like they'll be hunting and they'll have a world-class whitetail in front of them and they don't shoot it because they can't get the shot on camera, or they can't do this. Like, I understand if if you're an entertainer, you need to get the entertainment on camera. But at the same time, it's like, if that's my biggest deer, like, just a world-class deer, I'm sorry, I'll just tell the story, <laughs> you know. Like, it's yeah. it's just, for me, it's hard to just, like, at the end of the day, we're still hunters and we're still fishermen, you know. So it's not as much like hey, we've got to do it, you know, let's, we, we've got to do this, we got to do that, because the day you start saying you've got to, you're not going to want to. Yeah. You know, you got to want to every day, you know.
1: Same with the can'ts. So if you're saying, like, I can't do it today because, you know, my batteries aren't charged for my GoPro, like yeah. in fishing, like, oh, I can't go fishing with y'all guys, or I can't go out and do this tournament or any of that because my GoPros or my cameras or I don't have the equipment or, you know, I just don't feel like making a video out of it. Like, yeah. once you start getting to that point then it's just like you're not doing it to fish or you're not doing it because you love it anymore you're doing it because like you want you want something out of it and you don't see money out of it and stuff like that
0: oh yeah and that's uh that's a big big thing is like i feel like some people miss out on opportunity like you don't have to have a five thousand dollar camera to film a decent video like definitely that phone propped up over there will do just enough so you can get a little bit if you were based off that but at the end of the day, there's going to be times where you just need to go with people and not film. You know, just go to yeah. enjoy it. Just go to have fun, you know. And that's the
1: thing, like, what you were saying about the phone is I just recently, like, this past Christmas, this like, got enough courage to buy myself a camera, and it was a $1,000 yeah. camera, but I had been wanting one so bad. I've been using a phone for five years, Yeah. and then it just turned into, I was like, you know, what? I should buy a camera. that It would be way easier on me. And it's just, like, I didn't have to, but it was kind of a, like, I was at that stage, and I was like, okay, I could I could do this. But I went five years, and, I mean, I've gained 730-something yeah. subscribers. I mean, that's not huge or anything, but it was a uh, – I didn't need a, a perfect $5,000 camera for that.
0: Nah. So. And that's – I mean, and to us, like – or to us, 730 is a good number. I know to a lot of people yeah. that's probably like, oh, that's all you got, you know, but – to just some good old boys from a small town in Florida like yeah. you know it's 730 people watching you do what you love is is amazing and uh it's crazy to think that like yeah it took 5 years to get there but it's like of all the work and all the like time put into it those 730 subscribers mean something you know it feels We're good every know? one of them oh yeah so, it's definitely uh Definitely a, a stepping stone, you know. I feel like I feel like you notice every one. Oh yeah, whatever definitely. Whatever happens, you know. So, and that's like for me um, right now. I don't have any videos on my YouTube right now. I cleared all of my old stuff. Um, this this and my intro video explaining the AYA stuff will will be my first video. Um, but I've already got. I think it's up to like almost fifty, and that's just for me posting a little bit of my merch and just hey, I need support. Like, can you yeah. help me? And so it's a lot of locals, which I'm beyond thankful for, you know. So I notice everyone, you know. I have it turned on, my, my notifications, every, every one I get. So, you know, it's uh, it doesn't go overlooked if you subscribe. So
1: Most definitely. And, like, I take breaks from YouTube sometimes. Just because I like to go have fun, like you said, like I like to go just go have fun sometimes. So I'll take a month or two break from just posting or anything, just so I don't have to worry about the stress of yeah. keeping all that stuff up. Because although I do love doing it, like I do love recording and stuff, it does become a hassle on me. Oh yeah. And that's just because I I have to capture a shot. Because if I don't get me catching this fish right here, then where's the video?
0: Yeah, yeah. What was the point? Like yeah. I, I came to watch fish, and I don't want to see you holding it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so. that's th- and I feel like. Sometimes fishing videos can be some of the hardest to make because it's like you don't know if you're going to catch anything. I mean, I, I guess with hunting, you don't know if you're going to kill anything either. But your chances of at least seeing some deer or seeing pigs or whatever you may be hunting is a lot higher than catching fish every time, you know, especially because you do a lot of river fishing a lot and lakes. Well, that ain't just crystal clear water like the ocean, <laughs> no. you know. So if you're, I mean, if you're fishing a murky river, you can't just say, oh, there's some fish, you know, and at least see fish. You've got to catch them, you know. So So the
1: perfect thing about me fishing the river is, like, I didn't know how to fish the river when I started YouTube. So they kind of learned with me. Like, as I was going, like, fishing on the river, like, when I got my first boat, I started bringing my camera with me. Yeah. And, like, me learning how to fish the river, like, I'm not going to say I fish it really good, but, like, I know my ways around, like, the rivers around here. Yeah. And I can almost every time I go, I can catch at least a couple fish. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's... That's something that I, because like I always tell people when they ask if I fish, I'm like, yeah, I'm just a pond hopper, you know. I have a boat, but it's not really set up for fishing. Like I don't have a trolling motor or nothing, so it's not like I can just go out there and just start fishing. But yeah, I, I know the couple times I've went on the river, I get skunked like every time. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's just the like my style of fishing, what I'm using. Like I try to take notes from people. I'm like, hey, what you know, what should I throw? And they're like, well, the, you know, the water's down six inches. You know, you need to throw this or that. And I'm like, all right, cool, and I'll. You know, try to fish that, and it's just like, I don't get no bites, nothing. You know, I'm I'm a 100% a topwater frog or spinnerbait guy anywhere new. Like, that's what I'm throwing, 100%.
1: Spinnerbait, definitely in Shoal River. Yeah. Just heads up, like, if you go to Shoal River with a white spinnerbait, you're going to kill them. Yeah. I love it. But I can't fish with something like that. I don't like fishing with a crankbait. I don't like fishing with a spinnerbait. Nothing like mid-water. I get bored. Yeah. I can fish with a worm all day. Like, a worm's the slowest thing you can fish with. But I can sit there and just, like, all day long.
0: Yep, yep. And that's, I mean, that's what I grew up fishing on. I never, well, I grew up fishing with a hot dog. But, you know, (laughs) we would, uh, oh, yeah. Because in the pond, we had it stocked. So, you know, we would, we'd go down there. We'd we'd cheat a little bit. We'd throw some catfish food out there. And they'd all come up there and. You just take a little piece of hot dog and throw it on a hook and Get you them you caught you up. a mess of fish, you know. But once I started bass fishing more and uh, got into the spinner and reels and the, the bait casters and was like, you know what? I like bass fishing. I uh, I got big on just a Texas rig, just a basic Texas rig, you know. That, I still that, use one oh, all the time. If, if you are a bass fisher with a boat and you don't have one tied on every time, you're stupid, in my opinion.
1: A lot of know? people do not use one on the river. They will not, and that's like, they'll be like, "Dang man, I don't see how you catch so many fish." I'm like, "Well, did you try? Did you try like, uh, speed worm, Texas rig speed worm?" Oh, I don't use a worm on the river. I'm like, "Man, you're missing out because like, you might, you know, you might not catch the biggest fish on it, but you're gonna catch fish on that. Like, I catch a lot of them like, six to twelve inches all day
0: long, which in my opinion are fun to catch. Fun. They they feel like a three pounder, and then you pull them up, and you're like, ah." Uh well yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean there's still fish so yeah. Real, what's your uh what's your PB bass
1: PB eight pounds Dang, I got you out beat. of a pond
0: I got you beat a little bit mine is ten and a half really yeah out of my I, pond I,
1: I've I've seen pictures yeah. of that that was a pretty fish oh yeah
0: it was uh it was the craziest so I found out the fish was in there like two weeks before I caught it. A buddy of mine was down there fishing. I didn't even go with him. He just asked. So he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm around the house around your house. Could I come out there and fish?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not going, but you're more than welcome to." And he uh he went down there fishing and he calls me and he's like, "Yo, there is a massive bass down here." I was like, "Ha ha, okay, cool." Hung up. I was like, "There's not." And for anybody wondering why I say that, my pond is like three of these rooms. Yeah. So not very big. It most people would drive by and be like, "That's a cattle pond." You know, it doesn't look like anything. You can walk across the middle of it. So I was like, yeah, you're you're pulling my leg. There's no way, like, there's not a big bass in there. Big catfish, maybe. I can believe that. I've seen big catfish come out of there. And uh, so sure enough, I went down there like two weeks later with my cousin, his wife, and their oldest boy. And uh, we were down there, and I was probably 60, 70 yards away from where this fish was. And it swirled, granted it's March 2nd, I don't think they're on bed yet, because I'm just like, eh, it's kind of early for around here, you know. But apparently they were, because she was uh, running brim off the bed, I guess she was getting ready to lay her eggs, and uh, I go over there and I was like, that is the biggest fish I've ever seen swirl in this pond, I was like, that thing is massive. And I walk over there, and the bed that she made was probably two-and-a-half foot in diameter. It was huge. It was a massive bed. And uh, I threw in there like six times with two different worms. And uh, she was all she was doing was just hitting it with her tail, <laughs> getting it off. And I was like, I'm either going to piss this fish off, and she's going to bite, or I'm going to piss her off, she's going to swim off, and I'm not going to have a chance. Well, my cousin, I asked him to bring me a uh Black and Sapphire creature bait. Why that color? I don't know. (laughs) I I just knew I needed something that looked like a creature. And he ran it over there to me. It was the last one in the pack. I threw it in there two times. She did the same thing. And the third time, I just saw her swirl and my line got tight. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And I set the hook. She fought for like 30 seconds and just come up to the top. She was so big, she couldn't even really fight. So that was kind of disappointing just because I was like, damn. I caught this big fish, and it didn't even fight. Like a three-pounder fights harder than this. We picked her up, and I've caught an eight before this. So my, my previous personal best was an eight, and whenever I grabbed that fish, I couldn't I couldn't hold it out. My arm was just shaking. I, I couldn't hold it. So I knew that this was a big fish. We take it up to the house. Dad gets a scale. We put it on the scale, and I'm, like, looking at it, and I saw 0.44. And I was like, like, so, well, this thing is zero pounds. Like, what the? I looked to the left of the zero, and there's a one. So it's 10.44. I was like, oh, this is a big fish. And then another bu- buddy of mine came over with, like, an MLF scale, like mm-hmm. a legit clamp scale. And uh, we put it on it, and it was 10.55 and 10.51. So I just went wow. with 10.5. And I immediately put that thing in the freezer and put it on the wall. And yeah. I know a lot of people might not agree with that because you can do the photography. This was take a couple of years of ago, though, right? Yeah, it was.
1: That wasn't a big thing then, like the photography It had just started getting
0: like, oh, don't, you know, don't kill the fish. Get them, just take pictures. And I just at the time was like, yeah, I don't know if that will turn out like I want it. I want it to be this fish. And two, with the pond being the size that it is, we really needed it out of there. Because if she would have laid all her eggs and spawned all those bass, that pond would have been, you would have caught nothing but that for the next three years, you know. And not to mention, we put 100 finger link catfish in there, and we're pretty sure every single one of them got <laughs> ate by her. So, She know. would have
1: definitely died anyways after like the, the baby bass were oh, spawned yeah. out, because like she wouldn't have been able to keep up with trying to eat anything. She no. would have either ate the smaller bass or just... Yeah.
0: So we got her out of there. She's on the wall in my bedroom. So that was a, that's the first thing I've had worthy enough to put on the wall. So that was a pretty good, feel good moment. But uh, my cousin still claims that's half his fish just because he <laughs> had to grab it out of the pond. So, But, yeah, I sent a picture. Actually, I called my buddy that told me that fish was in there. I was like, hey, you need to come to the house right now. And he was like, why? I was like, just get to the house. And he got over to the house, and I, ju- I had it in the our outside sink where we clean all of our fish, and I just picked it up out of the sink. And he was like, bro, what? No, what? like you can't, what? <laughs> he was so mad. He was like, I told you about that fish, and you went and called it. I was like, well, you should have caught it when you told me about it. Don't exactly. get mad at me, you know. And I think since then, my nephew, my oldest nephew, who is, like, crazy about fishing. Like, that is all he does all summer when he's out of school. Um, I think he has caught two six-pounders since then. Out of that pond? Out of that same pond. Wow. So that pond has been producing big bass. Where they come from, how they get food, I don't know. I don't know if they're just eating brim fry as soon as they slay or what. Because we've got a lot of brim in there, and I mean some, like, hand-sized brim. So I don't know if they're just getting fat off a of brim or what, but that thing is producing some decent bass. And it's crazy for how big it is. And we want to make it bigger and deeper, but it's just you got to have a big excavator to get in there. Yeah. And to rent one is expensive. To do this, you know, it just it's really not cost effective to to try to do it. So You're definitely not
1: exaggerating about the size of this pond either. Like nobody, I don't think anybody could have predicted there would be a 10-pounder in there. I couldn't have. Because it's like it's maybe a half an acre.
0: I, I, yeah, half an acre's given, you know, yes. being generous, yeah. you know. It's, and when I tell you you can walk all the way across it, it's not a fun walk because it's, I'm 6'4", and it's up to my knees in mud and then from knee to chest in water. So, I mean, it's probably max three and a half foot of water in the middle, you know, so it is a very tiny pond, and I would have never thought that bass would have come out of there. And even my dad, he was like, he was like, I've seen people fish that pond for thirty years. I've fished it for thirty, forty years. He's like, I don't know. I don't know where that fish could have came <laughs> from. He said, the only close fish that he's seen that big come out of there was one time it, we had a drought and or the dam busted or something, and the water went way down. And my uncle went down there and like found one dead in the spillway. Oh, really? And it was like nine and a half or something. Wow. Or they they like guessed it like nine to ten somewhere around there. So, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a shock to me, for sure. I uh, I could I didn't have any words whenever I caught it. I was like, I- just put it over there. I'll get <laughs> with it. I'll get it in a minute. I don't yeah. I don't know what to do with that thing, you know. So, but it was that was a uh, that was definitely a uh, a turning point in my fishing because I I've fished that pond for so long that it almost isn't fun anymore, mm-hmm. and I s- I still don't really fish it a whole lot. My nephews do a lot, but um if i'm bored I'll, I'll run down there but um i think they've got the secret sauce because i can't figure it out i don't know what to throw in there anymore and uh but it's just uh it's just a fun little pond to go down to but now i'm to the point where it's like if i ain't going to a lake i almost don't want to go or it's got to be a new pond just because i'm so burned out on that pond and the other like three that i fish i just i like I have one fishing pole now. <laughs> I don't even use half of my fishing. I, like I got old rods, and I'll just like my nephews be like, "I need to get a new rod." I'm like, "Go pick one." I don't. I just have one of mine. I don't need it, <laughs> you know. So, I think I, I traded him. Uh, I had a seven foot lose that like bright orange lose that they come out with a few oh years yeah. ago. Bought it for a hundred bucks at Walmart. That's actually what I call that ten and a half on. And uh, my nephew was over at my house eating one day. And I was like, hey, if you eat this hot pepper, I'll give you that rod. <laughs> and he ate it. And I was like, all right, now drink some milk before you throw <laughs> up because I was going to give it to you anyway. But cool. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you <laughs> ate a pepper for it. So, Yeah. Does that thing sound you can't hear anything? I'm pretty sure it does. I hope they can hear
1: us. They say, how do you have mics? And I can't hear a word you're saying. You can't hear me? Can you hear us now? How about now? Are we not talking loud enough?
0: Yeah. The reason you can't hear me through the mic is because the mic is going to my computer.
1: Yeah. The mic is connected to the computer for the big camera.
0: Yeah. And for the podcast interface. My phone should just be picking up. Phone yeah. stuff. Yeah, that. But yeah. So oh,
1: someone said they can.
0: Oh yeah, so it's just you, bro. Yeah. Fix turn your, up phone. your phone a little Yeah, bit. turn up your volume. That might help. For the people just listening to the podcast, we are TikTok live right now.
1: Oh, they can hear us when we talk louder.
0: Ah, we gotta okay. yell at you. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we can't yell all the time because the mic picks up a lot more. Yeah. You know, so maybe we'll just have to get the phone closer next time. But, uh, yeah, anyone anyone that's just listening to the podcast, we are TikTok Live on my TikTok. That is Jarrett underscore Clary zero zero. If you would like to tune in next time, um, I always post an update like the day before, or a couple hours before. So go follow the TikTok, all the socials. Um, the YouTube, YouTube is just AYA outdoors. Instagram is AYA double underscore outdoors. Um, yeah, that's about it. If you're listening to the podcast, you already found that. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't guess I need to put that link anywhere, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I gotta ask, and this was like one of the first, one of your videos I ever watched. And this is kind of going to make me sound like a bad friend because it's a pretty recent video. hmm i tell you it back. I've watched them before, but it was, like, eight months ago. And then I never watched them until – oh, no. I did – Uh, I think the last one I watched before this one was that duck hunt video that you made, Um, which, by the way, that was a lot of freaking ducks. Like, y'all oh murdered those ducks that morning.
1: I had another video. I got in trouble with that one. Uh-oh. So I had to delete it. But we probably killed double. Jesus. So if that gives you, like – there's so many ducks where we went. I can't say where we went because it's yeah, not mine yeah. to share. But yeah. oh my gosh, like that was the most I've ever seen. Most like it's just everywhere, isn't? I'm trying, do do to, do I'm do trying
0: do to read with it. Do do what What was. I say when you what?
1: That just when you talk louder.
0: Oh, uh, oh, that's still the same comment. Yeah. From oh okay. Um. Yeah. So uh, the video that I wanted to ask you about was the one where you were fishing on the river and those people, like, cruised by you and that dude was like, show off. (laughs) It's like, you weren't even doing anything special. Like, you just caught a fish and threw a fish back. I was
1: literally, like, thinking in my head, I was like, it would be so cool if I caught a fish in front of these people.
0: Yeah. Okay, now you're a little bit of show off. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, no, but I was thinking that in my head. It's not like I was like, I turned it towards him and I was like, yeah, look how good I am. It was like, like anything like that. I was just like, oh, that's a nice fish and I threw it right back. Because I'm not a showboat or anything. I mean, I'm not perfect. And I I mean, it wasn't a
0: bad fish, especially for, like, that river. Mm -hmm. But it also wasn't, like, a 13-pound largemouth or nothing either. It's, like, it's not something that I want to show off. You know, like, okay, I caught a fish for my video. Like, there it is. Okay.
1: It'd be something else if it, like, if I, like, threw in front of their boat or something. Yeah, And then I, like, caught a fish right there. And I was, like, yeah, look what I can do. But I I literally wasn't. He was just, like. I don't know what that guy, like, his problem was.
0: Yeah, that was, whenever that happened, because I saw the thumbnail, and it was like, he said what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to watch this. (laughs) You got me. You got me on the thumbnail. And I was like, all right, let me see what this is about. And I watched and watched and watched and watched and watched, and then I saw, like, in the background that boat coming around, (laughs) and I was like, oh, this has got to be it. This has (laughs) got to be it. And sure enough, show off. I'm like, he's not even, like, what is he, like, he didn't show anything off. Like, he just caught a fish. You know,
1: I took that and I ran with it like that was the first time anybody has ever like seen me catch a fish. And it wasn't like, hey, man, good fish or anything. They were just like straight hating on me. Yeah. and I was like a lot of people were like because I posted it on TikTok. Yeah. Just because I wanted to like get it out there and like kind of build up the video coming out. And uh, a lot of people were just like, he's joking, he's joking. But he didn't like he wasn't like it wasn't like a laughing like show off. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like show
0: off. He just yeah, kept going. And just kept cruising like Thanks. Alright, yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, that's uh that that had me cracking up. I, I actually watched it at work on my lunch break one day. Really? Yeah, and I was like I was like, who do you, like what comes over you to just be like show off? Like yeah, if somebody's been a show off, I'll call them out and say show off, but like you weren't.
1: I wanted so bad for someone to uh someone like send that to that person
0: yeah that would be hilarious because you know they're a local like a local oh, guy definitely, yeah like that river's not run by non-locals no you know so it's definitely somebody that, like lives around us and we've probably seen before in public mm-hmm. and
1: probably gonna see me again and punch me in the face or something yeah but yeah like hey i take
0: it you got famous off of me calling you a show off it's like yeah. well you shouldn't call me a show off then. <laughs> yeah for, for not showing off you like know you've seen like, the
1: camera on my chest on the back of my boat y- yeah. like
0: like you should have <coughs> known that you were about to get caught. I think lift your mic up a little bit. I think it has fallen. A touch. I think it's slowly
1: like oh, as we've you. been talking. Yeah. It just.
0: Yeah, that mic stand might be a little loose. I gotta get all new stuff. But, yeah. So I know you've been fishing a lot of tournaments, um, and you just got that new boat right at not long after I got mine. Mm-hmm. Because I remember we were talking about Think it at the club. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, yeah. So I have an Edge 1656. Uh, Diamondback. Yeah, Diamondback with a 50 to hot two. That's about it. And an overpriced speaker. <laughs> that's about all I got on there. And then you've got you've got a Havoc, right? Yeah.
1: I don't know the what exact model. It was like a, a VJ. Yeah. The VJ. What sizes? 1656. Okay,
0: so it's the same size. Yeah. Perfect. Then, I love it. Uh, did yours have a Tahatsu on it too? Yes. Yeah. I love that Tahatsu.
1: <laughs> I've, I've hit so many logs already.
0: Oh, dude. I, uh, <laughs> me and some buddies went and ran Yellow when it was real, real low, the Yellow River. Yeah. And there's a spot they didn't tell me about that's basically a sandbar across the whole river, except for like the width of your boat. But it's like, when I say the width of your boat, it's not just like a straight shot that you go around. It mm-hmm. is a ninety-degree turn on the river that the bank comes across like this. You have to turn like this, but to hit the s- little like width of your boat, you have to go like this and then cut back. Not fun. I didn't know that. I hit. I centered that sandbar up, and like people are like, "Oh, you should." If you had a mud motor, it was no. two. It was two inches of water. First of all, I don't think a mud mode, a surface drive, anything would have pushed you through that either. Unless you had like a flat bottom. If you had a flat bottom, you'd have skipped right Mm -hmm. across it. But if your hole has any V to it at all, you're getting stopped on that. And it, I don't know how it didn't fling me and my buddy out of the boat. Because we were like, I'm talking like 30 miles an hour, and then just my, my kick plate shot up. And then it just, and I was like.
1: Oh, it's the worst feeling when your motor's sitting there. Going, Aah. Yeah, blah <laughs> out of the
0: water, and you're like, oh, you're like fumbling around yeah. trying to turn the key off. Luckily, my buddy that was in front of me stopped when he made the turn and like looked back through this little cut of trees, and could hear me and see me, and then just all of a sudden didn't hear me and didn't see me anymore. And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you <he> got stuck." <laughs> Turned around, come back. We had to get out and push it off the sandbar. It was not a fun trip, but nonetheless, that boat is super fun. It, uh, I think the f- the fastest I've been in, which is more than enough for me, is 37, and that was with three other people in the boat. So really?
1: What size motor do you have? That's a 50. Really? 50 See, I can. I have a 40. Yeah. But I've heard you can take the. Uh, yeah. You just something off of the carburetor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You just. You basically. So the 40, 50, and 60s in the tahatsus, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm sure somebody's gonna lose their crap and correct me on this, but Most the 40s. The 40s, 50s, and 60s are all basically the same motor. Mm-hmm. They just have a different uh, carb or something. Something on them is, is a little bit different. <coughs> so if you just like take it off of the 40s or 50s, you basically have a 60. You or I think if you take it off a 40, you have a 50. If you take it off a 50, you have a 60. Correct. So. Yes. But I'm perfectly fine with my 50. It is more than fast enough for me. I don't need to go any faster. Like I know we have a buddy that he, he has a Havoc sixteen fifty three and he's got a fifty nine CI Merc on it, which is already a fast motor and he wants to send it to get completely built and he's like, I want to be able to hit fifty. I'm like, bro. In our rivers around here, the Yellow River at the widest well, the Yellow River at the widest where we normally run, like not down on Blackwater, or like getting down to the you know, Gulf, I would say it's probably thirty yards
1: across. Maybe maybe. Maybe.
0: That's when the river's up. Yeah. Like up. You know. So
1: And with all the logs and stuff? Oh.
0: That Yellow River, Shoal River, all of those, they're constantly changing. You like get
1: like maybe ten foot to yeah. run your boat up.
0: Yeah. And it's uh it's not something that like once the water goes down you really have no choice. Like there's only certain spots you can run. And I know shoal normally stays shallow. Like it's Oh yeah. Like, it's rarely ever real high unless we get a big rain, but then you don't want to go run the river because it's all nasty and flowing faster than all get out, you know. But, yeah, it's – uh, we were in Choctahatchee a couple weeks ago, and uh, we we were still hitting sand on that. And Choctahatchee is mm-hmm. like four yellow rivers wide, yeah. you know, for most of it. So if I had a fast boat, like, I would only go to Choctahatchee when Choctahatchee's up because there's a difference in hitting a sandbar at 30 and a difference in hitting a sandbar at 50.
1: The crazy part is is this I I entered a tournament but I didn't do very well so I haven't like messed with the f- yeah, like any yeah. of the footage or anything. But uh there was somebody and we were at Browns but yeah, like, yeah. that's pretty it's pretty like it's not like any different from up here. Yeah. And uh someone had a bass boat, a fiberglass bass boat with a 200 on it. Oh my and god. And he was running circles around us. Jesus. He he started last. He was like, I'll let y'all go in front of me. He's like, but when y'all see me behind y'all, move out of the way. Get out of the way. And he darn sure right past every single one of us.
0: That is ridiculous. I wouldn't take a fiberglass boat of any kind, any size, any speed in Yellow River or Shoal River.
1: Maybe like a 12-foot one with like a 20 horse on the back. One that I can control and like doesn't get up to like 15 miles an hour.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but a... 200 oh my god yeah you couldn't pay me to run that
1: no no
0: that's that's ridiculous that's like we were out there at the springs uh two weeks ago today and somebody brought out like a it was like a 32 foot center console with like twin 200s on it i was like how did you even fit that back (laughs) here like my 16 foot boat is like tight in some of these spots like you have to be careful like because you're like swinging
1: yeah
0: that dude just cruised up in there put it in between two trees and like tied off i'm like what are you doing in here with this boat he like, doesn't care either like when you have that much money i guess you just don't care no. but and i guess to have that boat you gotta have a lot of money yeah. so because i know mine was a lot of money and i don't have a lot of money so me neither <laughs> and that's that's another thing for for anybody listening i know a lot of places like uh like uh louisiana arkansas texas some of those places have like limits on the motors yeah like like you can only run up to like 25 horse Mm -hmm. we do not have that here no and i think that's just because running the rivers is not as big as over there maybe Uh, i guess because we got crab island in the gulf and everything like people would rather go out there maybe um so they just don't regulate it (coughs) but uh yeah, we don't have any restrictions on our motor size around here. So, like, I know guys that are running 115s on Havocs and, like, which is stupid to kind of. Yeah. I, I think it would be fun for a little bit. I just wouldn't want to do it all the time. I know my buddy that has one on his 15, uh, 53. That's said, scary. Oh, dude. He said the guy that he bought it from said that it can go seventy two. That's a 15 foot John boat, 72 miles an hour.
1: Um, I have a buddy, and we always go out to Blackwater. Yeah. He has an, a like a board out 90 on his. Oof. Or a board out 70, one of the two. Yeah. It'll get up to 62 miles an hour. Yeah.
0: No, I'm good. I'll pass.
1: I don't like doing that in a big bass boat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's just a lot. And what I didn't know, and it makes sense because I don't think there would be a way for you to handle it if it didn't. But my buddy that has that 115, it's a 115 V Max. It has power steering. So basically that 115 feels like a 40 is is what he said. And uh, that has got to be probably the most logical thing just because I would feel like trying to handle a 115 Tiller handle would be outrageous. Like your left forearm or whichever one you drive with (coughs) would be uh, immensely stronger than your other arm. (laughs) Just because I feel like that would be a hell of a time trying to steer that and drive that. Because I know my 50, if I don't have the tensioner set just right, mm-hmm. that fifty's like a workout. Really? You know? Yeah. So it's it's tough, but I also know that those edges do not like choppy water. Really? Because when I take it to Lake Jackson, it beats you to death. Really? Yeah. And if I don't have the weight portion right through the boat, it porpoises really bad.
1: It, the havoc is bad about that. Yeah.
0: It's... I don't know what it is, but, like, I've got to have, like, two people sitting on the front, a cooler on the left side. Like, I'm a bigger guy, so I can't put a whole lot of w- weight on the right side with me. Yeah. So, if I have people with me, normally I put them on the left with a cooler, and that'll even it out a little bit. But, like, you can't ride the plug in a lake. Even as much weight's in the back. You cannot, like, you're trimming it, playing with the jack plate, everything, in a lake you can't. Just because once you start hitting those waves, it's just beating you to death i mean even in the back it kind of gets rough so i feel bad for people that ride on the front of my boat (laughs) like and uh even on the river like chod is big enough that you can get some waves especially when people drive by like this last weekend me and grant were hauling butt down the river and uh i mean we were right with each other he was he was wasn't running full speed Mm because that 59 all waxed that 50 uh tahatsu but um we were running, and there was a another guy that we knew in a center console, and uh, the trim uh, trim plates on it are broke, so he can't uh, he can't trim up, like trim it up. So he's just bouncing a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he's down, he's running too slow, and he wants to run faster. So he like tries to trim it up, but then it just starts bouncing worse. <laughs> and so we were like, "Yeah, we're not riding behind you the whole way to the springs. Like we got another like probably mile and a half of river to run, and it's zigzagging." And so me and him, like were on his butt, but there was another boat coming, and so we like jumped in between their wakes, and whenever we did, it was just oh God. it was just like wake after wake after wake, and I just told the people on the front of the boat I was like, "Hold on' <laughs> it's about to get sketchy, <laughs> and uh we just jumped jumping through these wakes, and I'm just bam bam, bam, and that my buddy on the front he's just bouncing up and down off the deck, and we got through it I was like. My bad. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but uh, but it's still fun. I I love that boat. I've I've thought about selling it just because it's like, dang, get rid of this payment. You yeah. Know? Like yeah, payment and insurance. But it's like, at the same time, duck season's right around the corner. I want to duck hunt a lot more um, on some of the rivers and management areas. I want to be able to travel some too. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, might be a pain in the butt because of that motor limitation. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't just go to public land, Arkansas, and duck hunt with my boat because the motor's too big. Now, somebody might correct me and say there's spots that you can, but as far as I know, a lot of those um, WMAs have restrictions on it. And so you can only run those 25s, which sucks, but at the same time, I understand it. Like, I've seen some of of those people run those spots, and they are stupid. Uh, they act dumb, you know, and I I would hate to see somebody acting the way they do on a twenty five or like a fifty, <laughs> just because it's like, dude, you're gonna kill somebody or yourself. Yeah. Like, it's not
1: good. They use those old Tatsu motors too.
0: Oh yeah, old Tatsus, and I've seen a lot of old Nissans too, and like yeah, Evan and Rude's they'll like run
1: into a. F- they ha- have like the twenty five racing or something like a, that. It's the
0: twenty five Mega. The Mega. Have you ever seen those?
1: No, I haven't seen them, but oh my God. they they tr- they're like a forty.
0: No, dude, they're like a 60. Really? Yeah, so me and Grant were talking about this other night. Uh, he was like, yeah, because I, I brought that up to him. I was like, you know, we couldn't ever go, like, duck hunting anywhere if we wanted to with our boats because our motors are too big. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we need to buy just a little beater duck boat with a, f- with a uh, 25 Mega. And I was like, a 25 Mega? What's that? He's like, dude, it's a hot suit. And I think they've made new ones now. But he said it's basically a 25 horse. Like, all the badges say 25. If you look at the motor, you'll think it's a 25. But it runs like a 60. So, like, people will run, like, 45 of these little 25 horse Megas. And it is ridiculous. I was like, yeah, but how much do those things cost? They probably cost an arm and a leg. Someone told
1: me, like, uh, up there in Arkansas and stuff when they go duck hunting, that it's, like, crazy because uh, so many people hunt up there. And there's so many ducks that you can shoot them and, like, you you'll see them all day yeah like but most of them won't land on you but they uh the crazy part is uh you can go up the river and they said you'll just see ducks floating Damn. you cannot touch them because huh. people have shot them out of the air yeah and they just they went too far and the guys were just like I'm not going to pick that up in that river huh he said you could just go up the river and all day you'll see 40 Damn. 50 ducks all day that sucks.
0: I mean, that. I, mean, I know that's part of it. Like, you're going to lose birds. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you can't retrieve ducks by yourself, get you a dog. Yeah. You know, have something. Because if you're going to kill them, like, I'm not saying you got to eat them, but at least find somebody that will. Or, you know, do something with them. You know, it's, I'm not a big, I'm definitely not like a diehard, you kill it, you got to eat it type of guy. Yeah. Like, if I shoot a squirrel, like, we might eat it or something. Or I'll find somebody that will. But, like there's certain things that, like, I know my, my nephews, they're, if they kill something, like, they're, like, my brother-in-law's, like, hey, you just took something's life, like, you, you gotta eat it now, you know, so, like, if we catch an armadillo or a possum or something around our chickens, they just take it and let it go, whereas, like, I would just shoot it and leave it or something, you know, but, um, and I don't just shoot something just to shoot it either, like, I've got to have a reason to, whether I'm hunting it or whether it's, like, messing with livestock or Mm -hmm. something like that, but, uh, yeah, it's, I'm not a, I'm not a hundred percent like kill it, got to eat it type of guy, but I definitely don't like stuff going to waste, you know, so either mount it or eat it or find somebody to eat it, something like that, you know, but, but I definitely, I, I want to do some traveling hunting. I know I've got a goose hunt scheduled, uh, I think the first weekend of of November, it's like November 4th and 5th is when we're hunting, we're driving up on the third, so on a Friday. And coming back on Monday,
1: that'll be fun. So,
0: oh yeah, it's a. Uh, I hope I hope it's a good time. I think it's going to be the guy that I'm going with. Um, what's What's funny about this is, <coughs> a buddy of mine called me, and I didn't have his number saved, so I didn't know it was him, and I couldn't really tell it was him over the phone. And he's like, he was like, a, "Hey man, you want to go on a goose hunt?" I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know who this is, but yes yes i do and uh he was like uh he was like cool he's like it's x amount of dollars x amount of dollars when we get there x down um and then you know we're leaving this day we're hunting these days we're coming back this day blah blah it's just kind of giving me the low rundown and uh i'm like yeah absolutely dude yeah i'm, I'm down to go and we hang up and i'm like into my head i'm like how am i gonna get this person any money i don't know who this is like <laughs> and uh finally he texts me and uh he was like hey this is this is the guy you need to call to really get more info and like he's the one that we're going with and everything and finally i was like who is this i was like i was like i don't have your number saved so don't think i'm a dick or anything i just don't have your number saved i was like but who is this because i just agreed to go on a goose hunt with you and i don't even know who you are (laughs) and he told me who he was i was like oh okay yeah it makes sense makes sense and so got in touch with them, and and the guy sent me some pictures. And when I tell you the sky is like patchy because there's so many like geese in one photo, like yeah. it's like one little clear spot here, like one little clear spot here, and the rest is black from all these geese and and ducks and stuff mixed in. So it's I think it's going to be a really good time. Um, and I've, I've as far as I know, it's not like a big big group hunt, so it'll just be the seven of us that are going and the guides obviously. So that'll be a little bit nicer too. You don't have to worry about, you know, 10 other guys that you don't know hunting and trying to, you know, do this or do that. So, um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's not a crazy expensive trip either. Like even with gas, food, like everything. Cause the, the normally, like I know a lot of people get like your lodging, your food, your everything. But the only thing that we're not getting in with the price is food. Like we got to get our own and cook, which I'm perfectly fine with. Cause I like cooking. Um, but even like, so I've got two guys riding with me and we're splitting fuel, but because I got the new truck and it gets better gas mileage, I think it's total going to be like 60 bucks a person there and back total for, for everybody to split the fuel. So it won't be much. And then we'll just get food, you know I mean? That can kind of get expensive, but I don't need anything bougie. Like I like to eat, but I can eat cheap too, you know? So, um, just buy whatever and we'll cook it and cook it at the place. They, they provide the lodging and, um, I think the only other thing you gotta get is your own license and stuff. But in Arcan- or yeah, in Arkansas where we're going, uh I've bought license in Arkansas for a three day with a duck stamp and deer and everything that I bought at that time it was only like sixty, eighty bucks, some of like that. So really? Yeah, it's really not that expensive for an out of state, um just a three day. Um I think the five days a little bit more. Um, I think it's around like a hundred and twenty after everything. But like a three day I don't believe is that expensive. Um so I'm looking forward to that, but but, yeah, that's that's the only thing i got scheduled now. Hopefully some stuff will fall into play again. But uh, I'm hoping I can do a couple more trips at least this year, if not for sure at the beginning of next year. I really want to do some turkey hunting somewhere. You know? I want to get into that so bad. Turkey hunting? Yes. Oh, dude, it, it is It's a toss-up for me on whether or not turkey hunting or duck hunting is more fun. I would probably say turkey hunting just because, and I always tell people this, like if you want to duck hunt, You're either going to hate it or you're going to love it. There is no in-between. There is no, like, yeah, I enjoy it. Like, I'll go more. Like, you either have to love it or you're going to hate it because I always tell people duck hunting is waking up early as shit, like, Mm -hmm. way earlier than you do for anything else. And then it's about an hour and a half of prep and getting your boat ready and all of this stuff. And then it's about 30 minutes of tossing decoys out for about a good 30 minutes to an hour of shooting and you pick it all back up and you load it all back up and then you got to go clean ducks you know so but it's fun like i love duck hunting and and really what <coughs> what i like a lot more than just duck hunting is just the the cold the cold boat ride with your buddies to the blind um you know spending time in the blind right before shooting light like chit chatting just doing your thing you know hanging out with people that that you like hanging out with you know and like that's where you you really find good people is, is whenever you can sit in a, a dark, cold blind with somebody and you're miserable, just, miserable, like miserably cold, your teeth are chattering, like freezing. And, but you're sitting there with four or five buddies and you're just shooting the shit like that. That to me is more of what I enjoy doing than just pulling the trigger and shooting, You know, um, I enjoy killing ducks. I enjoy, you know, shooting different types of ducks. Um, Which, side note, I've only ever shot two kinds of ducks, and that is hooded mergansers and wood ducks. (laughs) That's
1: the the only thing I've ever killed. Yeah,
0: because that's just, like, down here where we are, duck hunting is not, like, we have passionate duck hunters, and a lot of people duck hunt down here, but, like, really all you have are woody holes. Unless Mm -hmm. you go and you hunt uh, the the bay. bay. The bay, you can kill some redheads. I know a guy that's killed a, a Drake Mallard down there um you can kill a couple other things around here it's just <coughs> it's a lot harder to yeah um whereas like you go up north or like even though just like arkansas you know out to oklahoma stuff like that like you just you don't know what you're really shooting like there. i mean you do but you you don't know what may come in until mm-hmm. it comes in um whereas down here if you go duck hunting in a swamp around here you pretty much know wood ducks are flying yeah. in like that and that's about it you know um but, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I enjoy the just the hanging out. But, like, turkey hunting, one, it's a little bit more bearable, I guess, weather-wise. Like, it's not freezing cold, but it's also not.
1: I've been in some temperatures where you're just, like, sweating oh your yeah. butt off the whole time. Mosquitoes yeah. are eating you up the whole yeah. time.
0: So, that's what's funny about Florida turkey hunting. Early season, so our turkey season normally starts like around March 24th ish, whatever that weekend is, right around the 24th, mm-hmm. right before or right after. It's always the first weekend of spring break for the schools around here because yeah. I remember I would always have a like the first week of turkey season, I'd be out of school. So, um, but uh, but like the first. It never fails. Every year, the first weekend of turkey season, it's like 30 degrees. It is colder than witch titties in a brass bra. Like, cold. And then the next weekend, you're sweating profusely and swatting mosquitoes off of you all day long. But I always joke around and tell people, like, if you want me to be in the best shape of my life, make turkey season all year round because (laughs) that is when I'm in my best shape. And it's not because I, like, prepare for it or, like, stop my bad eating habits or soda or nothing. Like, it is strictly because turkey hunting is the only time I'm willing to walk miles a day to try to kill something. And you do. Oh, yeah. Turkey hunting, like, every now and then you get that good hunt where it's like, you know where the birds are, you've roosted them, you've done whatever. And you can go sit down, call a bird, it flies down, you kill it.
1: I feel like that's what makes it so, like it makes it the best kind of hunting is because you have to be so still. Oh, yeah. You have to work so hard to find the bird. You yeah. have to, like, call the bird in. You have to – You yeah. everything basically has to be perfect. Yes. And then it's just like, <clears throat> I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So that's like uh, – I just got, like, this year – I didn't kill one this past year. I was real focused on a buddy of mine getting his first one. So we went opening weekend. We got busted by a coyote. It spooked our birds. Somebody else – the neighbor ended up killing one of them then I, he couldn't go the next morning so I went by myself and I missed one got back to the house and shot my gun I had a little single shot 20 and my red dot was off on it mm. so missed that bird and then we went the next Saturday or next Sunday and we couldn't we couldn't get on the bird in time it wouldn't uh wouldn't cooperate with us and so we just ended up just leaving it where it was we knew we could come back and kill it so we come back the next weekend. That bird stayed there all week. I watched it every afternoon, strutting in this field, chomping at the bit, like almost to the point I wanted to grab a rifle and just shoot this thing. You know, um, which is legal, by the way. Are you sure? As long as you're, as long as you're farther than a hundred yards away. Okay. Yeah, you can shoot them with a rifle. <clears throat> Didn't know. Um, that. Unless that's changed, but it used to be as long as you were farther than a hundred yards away, you could shoot them with a rifle. Um, but yeah, we watch this bird, so we set up, we get there, I set the decoy up, we get set up and everything, and uh, about daylight, one f- fired off at the other end of the field from where we were, and I was like, damn, I was like, now I'm going to have to get this bird on the ground, call it to me, you know, hope everything goes good, he doesn't see us or nothing. Well then, out of nowhere, one gobbled like 40 yards in front of us, so the way this field set up, it's a big just rectangle field. But there's three of them in a line, and we were in the middle one on the wood line separating the far right one. That's the best way I can explain it. And then there's a big wood line that separates the middle one and the left one. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Well, the first gobbler was down at the end of that middle and left field wood line. We were set up at the bottom of the middle and right field wood line, and then this bird gobbled in between that same wood line with the other turkey but 100 yards down from it and 60 yards in front of us 40 60 yards in front of us and i about had a heart attack i was like holy cow but then i got thinking i was like well it was a little daylight whenever i set that decoy out he probably saw me he's probably gonna fly the other way because what's crazy is like a turkey will see something it doesn't like from the roost and it'll sit there and it won't leave or it'll fly the other way once it's ready to come down
1: now are they like deer do they like do they have like picture imaging where they'll look at something they'll picture it and then they'll turn and if that if anything's changed in like the picture they made of that spot they'll i don't know 100 percent.
0: i just know that they can see like nobody's business yeah like a deer you can wave at a deer and a deer probably stand there and watch you for a minute and be like what is that a turkey if it sees you like gone i i swear i've been turkey hunting and i'll go just like this to, like, look around something at them, and they will see you, and then they start doing their little, they do this little spit whenever they see something they don't like, walk off, gone, or they'll run off, you know. <clears throat> it doesn't take much to spook a turkey, like, at all. Um, and so I just knew, I was like, damn, I was like, that turkey's not going to, he's not going to come to us. And me me, and him and my buddy are sitting there, and I was like, hey, just sit still. Like, that turkey can see us from the roost. I can't see him, but I know he can see us. And uh sure enough, it is six, like six thirty on the dot, this turkey flies down out of the roost and lands forty eight yards- like forty eight to fifty yards in front of us. Blows up full strut and I'm like, Oh, we're in for a show. <laughs> like this is about to get fun. Well, the way my buddy was set up, he couldn't shoot until it got like like he was sitting like this, up against a little tree, and then there's another little tree like right here well, this bird landed, like, right here. So he would have had to, like, lean up and try to shoot, or we just had to wait. And I was like, hey, he doesn't see us. He sees the decoy. He's going to walk over to the decoy. Just give it a minute. And uh, I immediately started filming, well, my camera, the SD card in it, didn't have a fast enough, like, uh, transfer speed. Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't record for over, like, ten seconds. So I was like, damn. So I picked my phone up, and I'm, like, behind this little, like, two-foot-tall blind that I have. And I just, like, slowly, like, raise my phone up. And as soon as I get over, I see him, and I'm like, cool. And so I'm recording this, and it was three minutes and, like, 33 seconds from the time that bird hit the ground to the time he shot him. And he just stood there and strutted the whole time. And he finally come around that tree, and I was like, whenever you get the chance, blow his face off. Like, I I literally, you can hear that in the video of me telling him that. And sure enough, that bird comes around, and uh, all I could think was, like, I just hope he doesn't miss. Like, this is his first time getting to shoot at a turkey, really his first, like, legit turkey hunt. Like, so we set up, we see turkeys, you know, everything's good, going good. And uh, sure enough, that turkey come around that side, and uh, he, like, is strutting, and then he, like, barely came out of strut and kind of, like, stuck his head out and just pow, and he folded him. I mean, hit the dirt, didn't flop, didn't do anything. I was like yeah I think he's dead well the other bird quit gobbling so we went out there and we got him we took some pictures or whatever and we were just kind of standing there chit-chatting and I look up at the top of the field and that other bird's standing out there and I'm like nice so I threw my mouth call back in and I clucked at him a little bit and uh he gobbled a couple times and he just walked back in the woods and I was like well if we would have just sat here we probably have killed that bird too I, we could probably could have doubled up but just didn't work out like that, but I was happy to get him his first bird and and it worked out good, but yeah, turkey hunting is uh I hope you don't have like high heart rate already because it is exhilarating the first time that turkey gobbles all the way till he's ten yards in front of you, what I think's crazy, and I don't know how this works, I don't know what it is, but like when a turkey is getting close and he gobbles, you feel the ground shake it's the weirdest thing. Um, and you just like feel his gobble in the ground. And, uh, it is, I'm talking about get you going. <laughs> so I love, I mean, I love all hunting, but turkey hunting has got to be at the top of the list.
1: I think duck hunting for me, it's just like the fact that you can be sitting there and you won't hear anything, nothing. And then it's just,
0: yep. <laughs> especially dude. I love the sound of a wood duck flying in, Yeah, and that and that just the sound of wood ducks in general. That's probably one of my favorite sounding ducks.
1: And they don't usually, like, you probably won't see one just run by itself. It's probably going to be like, I mean, you're not going to see, I mean, you might. I mean, I'm not going to just put it on somebody because I have. You'll see 50 or 60 together. Or you, you might see two all morning. But if you can get a good group to come in, they're just like, and I'm convinced, nobody can tell me different, that when you start shooting your gun, they come more. Oh, 100%. Because, like the video it was like bang 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 and it was like every shot they would come off the hole they were in the back of the swamp they would come off the hole and come to us yeah and i was like what's going on like we're shooting too much there's no doubt
0: we always joke like whenever me and buddies are duck hunting at least buddies i've duck hunted with before we always joke we're like like we're not seeing any birds it's five minutes into shooting light and it's like yeah, somebody just shoot a shoot a random round out of their gun. Like it's gonna make the ducks come here. Like, but it, and it's so crazy because like you think about deer hunting. Like, if you shoot a gun and you miss, like let's just say you're shooting at a deer and you miss with a rifle, you pretty much pack up and go home. Yeah, like you're probably not gonna see anything else there. Duck hunting is like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And I've even had ducks like in my pond because that's one that's what really started me. Duck hunting was seeing ducks in the pond and and wanting to. Um, wanting to start there it's like there would be a duck on the other side of it and I would shoot at it I knew it wouldn't kill it but I want to get pellets around it so it would fly off and eventually come back I just sit there and I'm like what is going on like people always talk about all ducks are so skittish and some of them are I will say some of them are but every now and then you get that one dumb one that's just like gonna sit there all day and just not fly off ever to anything and I'm – I don't know what to do. I've shot at it. I've done everything, and I I just can't get it to move, you know. So – but, yeah, it is weird. Like, you start shooting more, and, like, more ducks come out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, where did all these ducks come from, <laughs> you know? Like, I, hang on, how many did I kill? You got to keep up with your count yeah. so you don't overkill or something, you know. Um, but, yeah, we – I would definitely say around here, like, we kn- we both know people with, like, some really good private spots that – uh. Like, if, if I didn't know a couple of people that had private spots, I probably wouldn't kill any ducks. Yeah. <laughs> or if I did, it'd be like once or twice, you know.
1: It has gotten, like, so popular around here. Yeah. Like, just like – because I've only been hunting ducks for two years now. Yeah. I just started I th- one day I with a couple of buddies. and.
0: I think this is my f- – this coming up will be my fourth of actually duck hunting. Like, And I don't even know – If you can really consider my first year. I mean, I guess you can because I was duck hunting and killed ducks. But, like, it was just me and my buddy. We saw ducks in my pond one day. I was like, hey, let's buy our duck license and kill ducks. And uh, we set up. I I was hunting with my Remington 887 pump. (laughs) And when I tell you I can shoot that pump just as fast as my buddy can shoot his semi, I am not lying. Um, But, yeah, we just set up, like, some burlap and lawn chairs behind it in the pond. Like, we're sunk down. We like would shake those chairs and get them sunk into the dirt, and we would just hunt, hunt behind that burlap and these, this leafy stuff. So, hmm. um, but then then we built a blind, and I think that ruined it because I built that blind. I haven't seen a duck in it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I spent all this money, me and three, me and two other buddies that wanted to duck hunt the pond all the time. Spent all this money, and now we don't see ducks. And it's wow. like, damn. So I think I'm about to tear that down and make it all a uh, like. T- tear it down to where I can reuse it and I'm gonna make it a deer blonde
1: crazy part of this is like some people have properties right on the flight like the flight pattern oh yeah and that like I didn't believe that my buddy when he said like my ducks are on this flight pattern yeah they are coming to this pond every single time we're bringing like we have to bring like ten people so because there's so many ducks oh yeah
0: yeah or you'd be done hunting like yeah that yeah you know and that's Ours, the spot that I go a lot isn't quite, th- like, there's not that many, but you can hit a four- or five-man limit every time you go, you know. And another problem is, like, if you don't have multiple spots, you'll burn them out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have multiple. So you know, like, hunt one this weekend, hunt another one this weekend, hunt another one this, and then you can go back to the first one. You know, by the way, anybody on the TikTok Live, it might shut off here in a minute because my phone's about to die.
1: By the way. How many I don't, viewers I, are in
0: here? I can't see. Uh, two, I think. Two?
1: I can't see. Yeah. yeah, there's two, but have you seen the like over there? No, how One, many likes are over there? 1.2K.
0: Hey-oh. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but this is my first time ever being live, too, so.
1: I don't think we have long until that thing shuts off. I've seen that ten percent battery for like oh yeah, well, it 20, was twenty minutes. It enough. was twenty
0: percent for a little bit, and then I just looked a minute ago, and it didn't ever go off and back on. It just changed to ten percent. So yeah, it's probably not going to be long, and should be dead. Which we're we're probably about to wrap it up anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how long we've been recording.
1: I do got a question for you though about your apparel An hour and, and four minutes. Really? Yeah. What's up? So uh, you took a different route than me. So, like, you know, I started doing, like, all my videos. I didn't know anything about, like, apparel or anything. I've made a couple things. I've never put it out there. Like, I've gave it to family members and stuff. Yeah. But you kind of went, like, the uh, apparel route first. I did.
0: I did. And so I think I don't really have, like, a reasoning behind that other than I didn't want to start filming YouTube videos or just the podcast. I wanted to be able to do it all at once. So I wanted to have all my ducks in a row as far as the filming and the podcast side of it um just ready to go immediately done um so my thought was while i can let me try to get as much merch and like different things to try to just get the name out there that way whenever it does come up it's not a surprise to people yeah and so i'm not working backwards um so like the the first thing i did was my hats and obviously i just picked the two most common hat styles both richardson 112 so people you know that's a big brand of of what people like they you know a lot of people are richardson or nothing mm-hmm. um so i was like look i'm going to get richardson's and uh i uh i got brown and tan and i got bottom lands and tan and i think my phone just died yes it did damn <laughs> but uh I got uh, those two hats with a, just a plain leather patch off of Etsy. Um, a friend of mine had got some made for her company, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, where'd you get those? Those look dope. I ordered two of them to start. Um, I gave, I kept one. I gave one to my dad, and I asked people what they thought about them, if they'd like them, and uh, got po- a lot of positive feedback right off the bat, so I took a what I would call kind of a risk, and I bought like 20 hats, so like 10 of each style, mm-hmm. which that might not be a lot to some people, but like for me.
1: it's a lot of money. Just
0: dumping money into it. Yeah, it was like th- almost $400 for yeah. these hats.
1: They're not cheap. Yeah. Like, I've and tried doing it. And oh, yeah. Good. It's,
0: it's n- you know, nothing's really cheap on the merch side of it, but I was just like, you know what? I, I had the f- extra money. I was like, I'm just going to do it. So, I gave probably half of them away sold a couple of them just to try to make make my money back just so i could break even and um just had a lot of people like after that like hey i want a hat i want a hat i want a hat i want a hat um and so bottomlands was really hard to get right now but i did make the solid black one that i'm wearing now i made a green and tan one i got navy ones done which i'll probably not do any more navies because those aren't as hot and navy's kind of hard Navy's kind of hard to um, like match with stuff, mm-hmm. so that one's not a, a big one. But uh, I'm a huge uh, fan and listener of the Bayou Dragons. Shout out, Bayou Dragons. Hopefully I can get you all on here one day. <laughs> um, but they, they use Floyd Fabrication out of yep. South Florida. And so I've been in touch with them on maybe getting some bottomlands hats from them because they can get bottomlands hats. Yep. A lot of people can't. Um, we've got a couple local places around here that I might try to, um, but I'm pretty much just anybody that will help me out. Like, I've got local people. I've got other people. Like, I'm just reaching out to everybody. If you can make them and you can get them to me fast, I'm buying them, you know. And my thought was just get my name out there. Like, like when I went to the Springs last weekend, mm-hmm. I took, like, 15 koozies with me. Yeah, And somebody, one person asked me, they were like, hey, can I get a koozie? I was like, yeah, here's all of them. I handed them the whole stack. I was just like, hand them out and so they handed them all out, and what's funny is uh someone shared my Facebook post that I finally made about, um like, my brand and everything. Somebody shared it, and somebody, like, sent them a picture of my koozie and was like, I guess I, I found out about this brand before you even shared the post <laughs> to me, because he was like, I got this from some random person at the river, and, uh, I was like I kind of laughed I was like that's funny but at the same time like that's my goal and yeah. so on all, on the ba- a real big thing that I think is going to help me out is I have a link tree account mm-hmm. and so I can put all of my socials in there well then you can get your barcode for it and I put that on the back of all of my koozies so if people are interested all they have to do is scan the, that barcode and it takes them right to the link to my youtube my instagram eventually my spotify now my tiktok um so there's just a lot of a lot of stuff that I feel like my goal was just get the name out there and get the brand out there. And then the YouTube will can come later, you know, and the podcast. Like I think I'm more focused on having a really good podcast than I am the YouTube. um, Just because I feel like this will be a little bit easier to make really good, you know, whereas like the YouTube, like there's a lot that goes into filming quality videos. Like one, you got to be able to get quality, like, legit quality video. And then you got to be able to, you know, half-ass edit something, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's my problem is um, not that I can't figure it out. It's just, like, I haven't done it enough right now. Like, it kind of frustrates me when I try to go to edit something because it's, like, it doesn't do exactly what I want. You know, I see these people on TikTok or whatever that have these badass videos. And it's, like, damn, I really want to do that. But it's, like, how do I do that? Yeah. And I think a big problem is – I'm trying to do it off of a phone, whereas I feel like a lot of people that have these really high end videos are doing it off a computer, mm-hmm. and they're downloading TikTok on the computer and uploading off of that. But at the same time, yeah, my goal was build the brand, get a brand out there, which I've got a lot more coming. Like right now, I just have hats, koozies, and stickers, pretty much, and phone cases. That was a lot better than I thought. How much like, are
1: those phone cases running for, and do you have one for a uh, twelve?
0: Uh, just a twelve, mm-hmm. or twelve. Um, I don't know if I have one for just a twelve. I think I have a twelve Pro Max one.
1: I'll get a, I'll um. get a new phone just so I can get one of those cases.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how to do that? I can get you another one. But and I'm trying to work on a second order. I just the thing is is that the guy that I go through to get them, it's actually Southern Raised Apparel. Hopefully, I can get that guy on here too. That'd be cool. Um, I'm sure y'all have seen their stuff. They do a lot of those a lic- lot of license plates, like front plates and stuff um i know that they do a lot of stuff so um i uh i messaged him he posted something about you can do custom phone cases so i messaged him um and i think originally they were like 37 dollars a piece mm-hmm. and i was like Phew. so i ordered two of them one for me and my nephew and i was like i just want to see how they look see how, if they if they're worth anything like because you know you see phone cases that like not OtterBox, and you're like, yeah, that's probably a crappy case. It's gonna, yeah. Not, it's not gonna hold up, it's not gonna do anything. I got those in, and I put it on, and was immediately like, holy crap, these are like quality cases. Like for a slim, like slim fit, as mm-hmm. I would call it, case, the quality is amazing. It's not ripping up. Like I always know, like a lot of like cheaper cases down by the charging port always like seems to like fold out or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. weird, but. That one's not. I've had I've had mine for almost a month. I got everybody's new ones in like two weeks ago. So everybody's had them for like two weeks. I bought one. Um, mine's held up fine. I've dropped it three or four times mm-hmm. from like four foot. It protects it. like does everything I need it to do. And you're not carrying around that big bulky otter box, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot bigger hit than I thought. I didn't think anybody would want to get them because – I know like uh, me personally I'm kind of picky with my phone case. Like mm-hmm. I want my phone to look good, you mm-hmm. know. I don't know why that's I just I do that's something weird but um when I got them in I posted it on my Snapchat, my Instagram story. Immediately had like within within 24 hours I had like 26 people saying they wanted one. Really? Now that dwindled down to like 18 and uh, still some of those people some of those 18 still haven't gotten them or they still haven't paid. Um which is fine, but I kind of have to have a good dead set because the problem with, like, a phone case is I can't just order bulk of, like, two or three sizes because it's like, like, you, you have a 12, a twelve. Yeah. I have a 12 Pro Max. Jimmy John at the end of the street's got a 13 Pro Max. This person's got a 13. This person's got an SE. Like, it's the widespread iPhone, like, and two, it's like, people get new ones every couple years or year or whatever so it's just i I don't want to order them until people have paid me for them and they say hey this is the specific one that i need and if i go over 10 i get a discount on the phone cases so they're not 37 dollars yeah um so that helps a lot so i always try to get to where i can have 10 at least you know that drops it down quite a bit so um as soon as I get ten, I make an order for them. But yeah, phone cases are, and I sell them for twenty five. Okay. So yep. and that that cu- that pretty much breaks me even, covers the cost and the shipping on everything. And then if I have to ship it to you, I don't charge any extra if I have to ship it to you. You know, that's thank you for supporting. Basically, yeah. Like yeah. I appreciate. It. Like I I just shipped one to a guy up in South Carolina. He bought one. He Actually, mine is like a it's called Swamplands for them, but it's <laughs> basically like a off brand Bottomlands. Yeah. And uh i posted that and he was like hey could you do like an old school duck camo and i was like yeah i'm pretty sure they have one so i sent him two different ones and it's just like the light tan and brown <laughs> like old this school. almost yeah yeah exactly like that and so uh he got that one and so i just shipped it out to him and it was like six bucks to ship it so it's like that yeah it might have took me a little over what broke me even but it's really not that bad to ship especially because like that's you supporting me you and know? once
1: you get your website and everything hooked up oh, yeah, you can that'll be way you better. can charge for the shipping Yes.
0: Instead. Yeah, and that's uh that's going to come I'm hoping about the end of the year I'll be doing enough that I need a website. You know, I don't want to set up the website and I'm only selling like a t-shirt and a f- yeah. you know hat every month, you know. I want it to be worth it to have it set up and have to do it cuz my plan for that is To set up the website, and then as orders come in, like, I'll just set up, like, two ship days a week. So, every Tuesday and Thursday is my ship day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, what I'll do is I'll just go in, package everything, and then ship it all out on Tuesday and Thursday. So, if you order something on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, it's getting shipped out to you Tuesday. If you order something Wednesday, it'll go out Thursday. Or anything that I couldn't get before, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. So that's the plan with that but I don't want it to be set up and then like I'm not selling anything you know because I can handle that but like I can already tell now like I don't remember who all wants a hat yeah. you know like like I'm hoping that they will text me eventually and just be like hey you still got my hat and I'm like uh yeah you know so um, it's just it's it gets to be so much that you're tr- you know trying to keep notes on your phone yep. and trying to you know, save messages or whatever. I feel like the the website will be able to organize that better mm-hmm. for me too. Not just cover, you know, all of my costs that I need it to cover, but it also help with the uh, the organizing too, you know. So um I'm looking forward to setting that up. My big thing that I'm really looking forward to is I'm trying to find somebody to make me a graphic tee so like more of a uh, what's the best way to describe it? like cartoony kind of thing kind of you know? like hooks uh version um no it's like it's not ne- it's not a logo it'll be like an image so like a like a funny so like my idea a real vague one i don't want to spoil anything is just like a duck playing poker
1: catch gotcha. yeah. yeah i know exactly. so, so i want something
0: like yeah something like graphic like that um but my big thing my other thing that I'm I'm super excited for as well is I'm hoping before winter I'll have shirts, long sleeve shirts and hoodies. Um <coughs> and most of those are just going to be a basic design. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a like a duck dog or a deer head or something with uh as you are outdoors under it or something like that. I haven't got it c- exactly figured out. I'm actually going to be talking to somebody tomorrow about that, so i um, looking forward to really, really the hoodies. I don't know why. I'm just like, really, I'm a bit, I love hoodies. Like, that's my go-to when it's They'll be a good seller, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to the hoodies especially, and the, I mean, the shirts too, but for some reason, the hoodies are just, and I think on the hoodies, I'm going to run, like, as you are down the, down the sleeve too, or something, so, cool. and I'm, I'm going to try to keep it, like, huntable colors. Mm-hmm. So, like, dark green, black, d- tan, like. Colors that you could still hunt in and not spook whatever you're hunting.
1: Definitely you know? put a white out there, too.
0: Yeah, I'll probably do, I'll probably do like, a white and something for, like, more of the female audience. Mm-hmm. So, like, a pink or a, not saying that all my females have got to wear pink, but I just know that a lot of, like, I've already had, like, three or four hat requests to make them a hot pink hat mm-hmm. or something or get a, get a, some sort of pink hat. So, I obviously want to accommodate everybody as much as I can, but at the same time, I don't want to get so over my head that I have extra of certain ones that just aren't selling or aren't moving you know so um I'm looking forward to that but yeah I definitely I see where you're saying that I kind of did something opposite than you mm-hmm. I know we that's kind of what started this long rabbit trail but but yeah that was just I in my head I just thought hey let me just see if people are down to support this before I go gun ho and start filming and start podcasting and whatever and so so far it has been tenfold a hundred percent better than I thought it was going to be like I've got people that like I see that are like congrats on what you're doing like really happy for you like hope it goes well I want I want a hat I want three hats my whole family needs a hat like let me know when you get this let me know when you get that are you gonna do this are you gonna do that like it has become way more than I thought it was gonna be and really I think what started it and like what was my eye opener on it being bigger than I thought was Whenever 24 people, 26 people were like, hey, I want a phone case. Yeah. Whether they really got one or not, it was just, hey, they took the time to say, hey, I want one. Definitely call their interest. Oh, yeah. Like, and like I've even had, like I just sold one to a guy the other day, like yesterday. Um, Somebody ordered one. They ended up not getting back with me or not wanting it. And so somebody messaged me like, hey, do you have one of these? And it just had to be the same one. And I was like, yes, I do and he's even trying to start his own like outdoor page i don't think he's as much doing like the brand side of Mm -hmm. it i think he's doing just more like photography and filming yeah more content stuff so he bought a phone case and i'm like that is awesome that another person trying to do the same thing is willing to support me which obviously i'm going to support him too if he comes out with anything so um but yeah it's just it is but it is Turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to.
1: I definitely, like, I see, like, every time someone comes up to me and they're, like, even, like, I don't know, like, one of my buddies, Levi, Levi hey. Reed, yeah, he was, like, he was kind of jumping into we it named, with me. We name-dropping on here, baby. Oh, yeah. Getting into it.
0: But uh, By the way, Levi's the same age, tw- about, tw- is he 20? He's 19. 19. But he dog like this. That boy got a deep voice. Just like this right here. Oh boy, uh, if I had him on the podcast, I'm gonna have to like turn the gain up on the yeah. mic. Like he would he not would pick drop up bass. <laughs> oh yeah, you're if you had headphones in listening to the podcast when he talks, you're gonna feel it like rumbling. Don't listen to it in your car, or truck, or anything. If you have subs, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> rattle the yeah <laughs> rattle the windows all the <laughs> time. Right.
1: Like, but continue. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. But uh, oh yeah, like he started a little channel. And I was like, I was I jumped all over it, but I think he kinda like life got in the way of all yeah. that and everything. And he kinda uh he just fell out of like fell out of it. It yeah. was getting to be too much for him. And I had already been going like a year and so I was like I was still hot on it. And I mm-hmm. was But uh like when you texted me and you were like, Hey, I'm gonna start this up and I, I was just I'm all over it like
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's what <clears throat> like I don't I don't want it to just be me. I guess it's the best way to say it. Like, I'm willing to make it a part of anybody who's willing to like. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with like the the ba- like the reason it's AYA is like, it it it's meant to be just a welcoming like anybody and everybody as as long as you're good people and God fearing and, and willing to you know always do the right thing and and just the way that you. The way that you handle yourself and carry yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm <clears throat> I'm huge on character and uh and really really big on um Oh God, I can't think of it now. Now that I brought it up, I can't think of it. But um basically like if you say you're gonna do something and you do it, mm-hmm. huge. Like even if it's a bad thing. Like if you tell me you're gonna go over there and shoot somebody and you go over there and shoot somebody Respect. You told me you were gonna do something and you did it. Like, you know, you're <clears throat> you're really you hold up to your word. like Obviously, I don't want to hang out with a murderer, mm-hmm. but if you say you're going to murder somebody and you do it. Please. I'm going to tell everybody else you did it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, it's not meant to be just for me, you know, and it's not meant to bring me fame and fortune, you know. Mm-hmm. If it, If I can make this a full-time job, awesome, great. I would love to. Like, my dream is to just be able to travel around, talk with people that have similar mindsets and – similar attitudes and do hunting and do fishing with people and you know i have a lot of people that i like i don't say like idolize but people that i've always looked up to in the hunting and outdoors community um and there's there's new people that that have become that but my goal with all of this is hopefully to just build a a brand and a community of just like a brotherhood basically of hey as long as you're you know cool you. Yeah, as long as you're you and you, you know, you don't bash on people for what they do or how they mm-hmm. do it. You know, let's let's do something. Let's collaborate or let's do something, you know. So the AYA brand is for anybody that's willing to wear it and gives it a good name. Um nobody be stealing my brand either. I ain't got <laughs> it uh I ain't got it whatever it's called. Yeah. The, the copyright uh, to copyright. it or nothing yet. So don't be stealing my shit.
1: You have to do like uh you have to because like, I was gonna give my name like copyrighted
0: i think you have to have your business license already and like Mm -hmm. a bunch of other stuff really i think i don't know
1: i know on youtube nobody can steal it from you yeah but i know they can take your videos if they're you can you can get yours copyrighted on uh youtube but you can't get it copyrighted like like instagram or anything like someone if someone's bigger than you they can take your name Uh Like, if they want that name, they can go to, like, Instagram and YouTube themselves and be like, I want this name, if it's not already copyrighted.
0: Yeah, and see, that's the the problem with the podcast. I looked on Spotify, and somebody has a podcast called As You Are Podcast. Really? So, I don't know what I'm going to – I think it's just going to be just –
1: Got a little quiet there. Yep,
0: either – it's just going to be the AYA or the AYA podcast. I'm not (laughs) 100% positive what I'm going to do, but – um, yeah, they, uh, they done stole that shit, so, or, well, I might have stole it, I don't know, but, uh, uh, mine is completely different, I looked at some of their stuff and it's just like, like florist or pottery, it's, it's something weird, oh, really? like, yeah, it's something weird, like, not even remotely close to what I'm doing, you so. You could
1: probably ask them if you could have it, too.
0: Yeah, like, hey, change your name, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm, like, am, probably the next big step after i get like all my merch like settled down and figured out i've already got another guest planned for a podcast um at the end of october um another local guy He's actually it's a uh, covan part of the other owner of yellow river <laughs> <laughs> um So he messaged me and said he'd be home the end of October if I want to do one then. But I'm going to try to do weekly podcasts because, like, I feel like the more you post, the more it's going to get out there. You know, and I want to be steady with it. I don't want to – I don't want it to just be, you know, here and there. Like, people are, like, waiting, like, you know, hey, where's this next one at? You know, where's it at? So um, I'm hoping I can, you know, get a couple more people lined up and figured out. But my big plan after I get the merch all settled out is I want to – try I want to try and reach out to a lot of people like bigger name people and say hey I'm trying to start this podcast here it is check it out if you think it's something that you wouldn't mind helping me out with and being a part of it I will come to you like I will I'm willing to do the traveling to just get the name and the brand out there Um, so like when I go to Arkansas for that duck hunt um, or that goose hunt I'm hoping that I could get the outfitter on there, or I can get somebody on on here, because I'm eventually I'm gonna have it up to four people on here, and maybe even more down the road. But like right now, I'm just I'm at two, um, and then hopefully I'll get to four within like a month or two. That way I can, like, so my my nephew, um, my oldest nephew is gonna be my filmer for mm-hmm. this hunting season, and so you know I'd like to get him like almost full time on the podcast, like on every episode um and then just like a couple guests or like have a couple people that are almost like permanent like every every podcast so excuse me um but yeah right now it's just kind of like me and somebody else so until i can get it up to four i don't want to try to get like multiple people on there like if i can like i'd love to get like two or three of the bayou dragon guys on here like even like try to reach out like some of the Guggen guys like it, definitely it just, special
1: guests. Oh
0: yeah, like I want somebody that like when people see that I'm talking to them, they're like, "Damn, lucky." Like, yeah, like, I want people to think like, "Heck yeah!" Like, how did he get that guy on his podcast? You know, just some old small town boy from Florida. You know, so I think it's gonna gonna be good and it's gonna happen eventually. It's just it's just taking time.
1: I definitely so. wouldn't mind doing it. Like,
0: oh yeah, yeah, and that's uh, I mean, I need people that are willing to be on it, like, almost full-time, like, all the time, I, every episode. Like, I wouldn't mind it being, like, an every Saturday is, like, podcast day.
1: And this isn't, like, a pressured thing either. I no. feel like I'm just sitting here having, like, a conversation yeah. with you. like. And,
0: and that's what I want. I don't want it to be scripted. I don't want it to sound like robots talking, Yeah. you know. I just want it to be just chit-chatting about the outdoors or hunt. really anything, honestly. Like, obviously, I'm going to try to stay away from, like, getting me canceled stuff. yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. Like I don't want to get into all that, like what what everybody's views are on stuff, like what's going on in the world, because um, honestly, I live on my little track of land in my farm, and I just stay to myself and shoot shit and have a good old time, you know. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely just a like my idea with it is just hang around, you know, maybe drink a beer or something and just just chill and just hang out, you know. It's 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 not something. It's not something that I'm, like, wanting to like people to be like, oh, God, what are we going to talk about? Like, have to stress over Mm -hmm. It's just like, there's no spitball stuff, you know. And, and, you know, ask a question, like, you talk about something, and then it leads to something that I'll I'll talk about, and then that will lead to something you'll talk. And before you know it, you went on a tangent for 30 minutes about something, and it's like. Where did we even start with this? Just you know? like so us,
1: like an hour and a half into it. And <laughs>
0: yeah, like I I didn't even realize that we'd been recording this long. Way longer than I was planning to. I thought it was going to be hard to even make it this long. But I hope just your camera stayed like, recording this whole time. Yeah, I hope so too, because that battery was... It was brand new, freshly charged, but I probably should have spun the thing so I could see it. Because that's one of them ones that, the yeah, yeah, yeah. that spins. So. I don't have one
1: that's that big. Mine's only like that big, maybe. Yeah,
0: which... That one's almost too big. Like, you got to have a cam. You almost need somebody filming with you for that yeah. camera. That I mean, one it's is not like horrible. A, yeah. it's, it's just a, I think it's a Rebel T4i or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not horrible. Those are but good cameras. Yeah, it does good. I need some different lenses, I think. But it ain't bad for what I'm doing right now. So, But, yeah, like you said, we have been recording for like an hour and a half. So we're probably going to wrap this one up. But I think it went good. Oh yeah, I had to get my phone charged See how the live went mm-hmm. See what happened I think we were up to like 1.3k likes on there So yeah. That's good Hopefully the next one Will just keep getting better And more on there I'll have my phone fully charged For the next I wanna one I want to
1: see how many people joined Because I was constantly Seeing it like Oh yeah
0: It kept saying Join, join, join I just don't think anybody's like Sitting there watching no, I don't honestly, think they can hear us Well it's yeah So that's out. one thing I got to figure out And it might be Because The speakers on that 2 by 4 Yeah so I think what I'm gonna do is buy i am uh, I'm gonna buy a iPhone stand. For yeah. the ne- before the next, like I'm grab gonna, a like mic too. Yeah. Like I'm gonna order it on Amazon. I think tonight. they make like six,
1: si- so, sixteen foot so mics.
0: So the one I mean. that so you don't even need that. So the one that I want is literally the in the package it comes with this, or I think you it's like you know on Amazon you scroll down it says like normally bought together. Mm-hmm. You set it up, you get your stand or whatever, but normally bought with it is this little Bluetooth mic. And so Uh literally all it is is you plug the, like, receiver into the bottom of the phone. That's what powers it, I guess. And then you just connect that to your Bluetooth, and you just, like, clip the mic on your shirt. Or what we could do is, like, clip it, like, up here somewhere Mm -hmm. with the other mic or something, as long as it doesn't, like, interfere with it and, like, make it scratchy. But we could test that on the next one. But, yeah, it's, like, It's like twenty bucks too for those mics, and there's little Bluetooth mics you just clip them on somewhere. So that would probably help more on filming that with that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get it set up better for the TikTok live because I do like having that just so they can see the raw, Mm -hmm. you know, uncut. Because I mean, not that anything is going to be edited on the podcast side of things either. Because I mean, we really haven't like had a big long pause. We haven't, you know, none of that. So I think for the first one, this one did really good. And uh hoping everybody that's listening enjoyed it too and stuck around this long. Hope you're going on a really long car ride to listen to this thing, yeah. you know. So this ain't just a drive to work podcast, but you can drive to work, listen to it, drive home, listen to I've it, done it, shower, before. listen to it. Oh, I have to like I'll start like one of the Bayou Dragons long ones. It'll be like an hour and twenty minutes and I'm like, I hope traffic's bad on the way to yeah, work. Yeah, just yeah. so I can listen to more of it, you know. But like I get to work super early and then I'll just sit in the truck to like right at clock in so I can just listen to it and then sometimes if work's slow that morning I'll pop an airpod in and mm-hmm. I'm listening to it too So, but yeah we're going to wrap it up at the hour and 33 minute mark so <laughs> um, I'll hopefully have this posted if you're listening to this it's probably Monday or Tuesday um, if you're watching it on YouTube it's definitely Monday um, or later if you're loser and watch it late but um, I, think it, I think this is going to be a good thing so I hope y'all enjoyed it and I hope y'all stay tuned to it um go subscribe to gavin's fishing um he's doing a lot of stuff too and um it's pretty good fishing content you can see people call him a show off so you know you got anything to add
1: no i just appreciate you having me out here
0: man. absolutely i'm sure there'll be plenty more um just because if i mean once i get it to permanent i'll probably have you on there uh somebody's about to walk up in here so um but yeah if you uh If you don't mind, go subscribe to his channel, subscribe to mine, um, go to the Instagram, all that good stuff, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up right now, so hope you all have a good rest of your day.